0: controlled america the no bullshit barrel doom and gloom opium free broadcast The most important hour of your day well good morning good evening good afternoon wherever you are in the world my name is josh this is the red pill projects daily dose we are live with you monday through thursday 8 30 p.m eastern standard time 6 30 p.m mountain standard time this is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy. And unfolding is, uh, is definitely the correct word. There's not a lot of news today, but we have enough news to cover that is just, um, well, fairly incredible in some very interesting respects. Uh, Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence was raided today by the FBI. The weaponization of the FBI is fully underway. And if they can come after the president of the United States, just think what they can do to you. And we talked about this last week with Alex Jones. first, they came for Alex Jones. Then they came for Donald Trump. And then there is no one left to stand for me. Right. And so this is something to heed the warning. And we've said this on the floor. You know, I, I want to throw this one out there told you so. Right? Jason and I have been talking about the first arrest. Jay and I said this years ago that Donald Trump would be the first arrest. And now we're seeing it actually potentially become a reality right before the midterm elections. And so how is this going to play out? What's going to happen? Who knows? But we're going to talk about it tonight. We're going to talk about that and a lot more. Um, Yeah. Yeah. How is X-22 Dave going to explain this one? Well, you know, it's all part of the play. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But anyways, so we we have that going on. We have some some famous deaths. I'm going to kind of skip into that here in a second. We have some interesting things. Uh, We have the 18-month death toll rising and coming forth. Uh, We have China expanding their drills by surrounding Taiwan. Um, As for announcements, we have... um, the battle that the streams going on, that's between the live Rumble and pilled. If you guys were wanting to support us in any way, shape, form, or fashion, that is one of the best ways to do it. Um, we appreciate all those donations, as well as you can help support us at com slash redpills. Or the easy short URL is redpills.tv slash go, and those are our Give, Send, Go campaigns and help support alternative media in the Red Pill Project. We are 100% user-funded, so much appreciated to everybody on that. Um, what do we got else going on? We got a ton of stuff to talk about. So there's not much going on, but we do have a ton of stuff to talk about, and we're going to jump right into that. But first, let me play this one. In memory, you guys will know what I'm talking about here. What did you do this
1: summer, Sandy? Oh, I spent a to the beach. I met a boy there. Hold your cookies all the way
0: to the beach for some guy.
1: Well, he was sort of special. There <laughs> ain't no such thing. He was really romantic. Come hey, on, oh, no, you don't want to hear all the horny details. I don't care. I'll tell you. Some of love that had me.
0: All right, and that's uh, Greece. if you guys don't remember that. That's Olivia Newton-John, who passed away today. I mean, you can't make this stuff up anymore, can we? Can we? Look at this. Olivia Newton-John dead at 73. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, sad to hear of the passing of all these famous people. But, you know, and she had, uh, you know, breast cancer for more than 30 years. Who knows what she had lost uh, her life, too. Probably a heart attack, I'm assuming. And Olivia Newton-John dead. But listen, look at this. This was all the headlines today. Uh, Bert Fields dies. Powerhouse showbiz lawyer for Tom Cruise, Weinstein's George Lucas, Michael Jackson, the Beatles, and many others dead. He was 93, but still. Uh, David McCullough, best-selling explorer of America's past, dies at 89. Just everybody's dying. Wow, this is just crazy. But there's one important one I wanted to show you guys about. Check this out. He's not dead. Ashton Kutcher reveals he is lucky to be alive after rare autoimmune disease left him unable to see, hear, or walk as he's pictured looking healthy on the beach with wife Milena Kunis. Now, what was the disease? Vasculitis involves the inflammation of blood vessels, causing the walls to thicken, reducing the width of the passageway through the vessels. How much do you want to bet that Ashton Kutcher is uh, vaccine injured? I'm telling you, listen, we've been saying this for the longest time. Um, I, I, so I went to uh, this church. So a church group invited me to a dinner this weekend. It was just uh, a couple people, like, like 10, 11 people. Great, great people. I've been there with them before. Um, and they wanted me to sit down and, and ask me questions. And I talked about this a little bit earlier this morning on the Dark Delight Show. Um, and you could tell that they were disturbed by the other podcasters in this community that are like Trump and the white hats and Q are in control and, and Patriots in control. Get your popcorn ready. Cause you just need to sit back. They were pissed because reality, right? Reality, what they're seeing does not mimic what they're hearing. And then they ask me questions and I started saying, no, that's all bullshit. This is what's happening. And they're like, wait, what? And I'm like, yeah, like, this is what the world is unfolding to. The patriots are not in control. And if they are, then this is what they're waiting for. But that's a that's a very small potential. And I wouldn't say it was a red pill for a lot of these people, but I think it was surely, um, you know, what they believed was actually happening. And they were probably happy to hear it coming from somebody who does this on a daily basis. And so what does that mean? What, What is actually coming well, let's just jump right into it. We all know why we're here. The first arrest, the October surprise. A month and a half ago, Liberal Media posted an article talk- talking about the October surprise quid the January 6th commission through the Department of Justice weaponized arrest Donald Trump in October. This got everybody in the Q community start wondering about first arrest, October surprises, these types of things. Um, Jason and I, uh, my brother co-host, had talked about this months ago or years ago, that the first arrest is not going to be Hillary Clinton. The first arrest is not going to be John Podesta or Hunter Biden or Joe Biden or George Soros. It's going to be Donald J. Trump. And, and as much as I don't want to say that everything is looking as if we were correct today, Donald Trump released this just about an hour and a half ago. Um, And I will go ahead, blow this up a little bit so everybody can see it, and we'll go ahead and just start reading this. Um, These are dark times for our nation. As my beautiful home, Mar-a-Lago, in Palm Beach, Florida, is currently under siege, raided and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. Nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States before. After working and cooperating with relevant government agencies, this unannounced raid on my home was not necessary or appropriate. It is prosecutorial misconduct, the weaponization of the justice system, and an attack by the radical left Democrats who desperately don't want me to run for president in 2024, especially based on the recent polls. And who will likewise do anything to stop Look, remember what I always said? Likewise, do anything to stop the Republicans and conservatives in the upcoming midterm elections. Anything. I've told I've said this over and over and over. Such an assault could only take place in broken third world countries. Sadly, America has now become one of those countries. Corrupt at a level not seen before. They even broke into my safe. What is the difference between this and Watergate? Watergate. Where operatives broke into the Democrat National Committee, here in reverse, Democrats broke into the home of the 45th president of the United States. The political persecution of Donald J., President Donald J. Trump has been going on for years with the now fully debunked Russia, Russia, Russia scam, impeachment hoax once, impeachment, impeachment hoax two, and so much more. It just never ends. It is political targeting at the highest level. Hillary Clinton was allowed to delete and acid wash 33,000 emails after they were subpoenaed by Congress. Absolutely nothing has happened to hold her accountable. She even took antique furniture and other items from the White House. I stood up to American bureaucratic corruption. I restored power to the people and truly delivered for our country like we have never seen before. The establishment hated it. Now, as they watch my endorsed candidates win big victories and see my dominance in all polls, they are trying to stop me. And the Republican Party once more. The lawlessness, political persecution, and witch hunt must be exposed and stopped. I will continue to fight for the great American people. All right. So one of the reasons why apparently the DOJ and the FBI, Garland, um, did this is because they there's claiming that Donald Trump took classified material from the white house to Mar-a-Lago after he left the presidency. If this is true. Okay. But I highly doubt it is. Um, I don't think Trump is that stupid. And, and this is interesting. So, you know, this comes after this last weekend where Trump warns the risk of world war three due to incompetent evil people in Washington. I mean, the quotes that he says here are very in line with what we say here. The United States may be headed towards a new global military conflagration thanks to the incompetent and evil people running Washington, former President Donald Trump has said. All you have to do is look at the last 200 years. It's going to happen again. We could end up in World War III because we are being governed by incompetent people. It could happen, Trump said at CPAC. All this war will be worse than any war ever because we have weapons the likes of which nobody has ever seen before. But you, but you say, where does it stop? Where does it end? It probably doesn't stop. Because despite great outside dangers, our biggest threat remains the sick, sinister, and evil people from within our own country. Calling the U.S. a nation in decline, a third world nation, he did this this weekend as well, He bemoaned that Washington was no longer respected and listened to around the world and claimed that many of the international crises raging today, including over Taiwan and Ukraine, could never have happened if he were still president. And I agree with him. I believe he was right. He says we have to throw off the shackles of globalism and reassert two very important words. You know what those words are. America first. If we do this, not only will we fire Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer and crazy Nancy Pelosi, What she is doing in Taiwan, everything she touches turns into, I don't want to say it. The woman brings chaos, and that's exactly what's happening. What's happened in China right now, what's happened in China and Taiwan, she played right into their hands. Because now they have an excuse to do whatever they're doing. And I will tell you, it would never have happened in a million years under Trump. I agree with him. It's like he listens to the show or something, because that's a lot of the stuff that we've been saying. But they are coming after Donald Trump. They are coming after conservatives. They are coming after patriots. They are coming after podcasters, influencers. And this comes at a time when America is about to enter a very, very dark time. A dark winter of sorts. Now, if you take all of this into consideration, if you pull everything together, okay, I want you to start looking at the big picture, the 40,000 foot view, right? What do I mean by that? Well, tomorrow is a Delta from 2018. Enjoying every second of it. I'm not necessarily enjoying every second of it, but comfy previews are over showtime. Right? Why is that important to understand? Well, we also have the first arrest. The first indictment unseal will trigger mass population awakening. First arrest will verify action, confirm future direction. They will fight, but you are ready. Marker nine. What else do we have here? Think about this. This is September thirtieth, twenty twenty. We forty-eight hundred. We have this delta coming up. Take the picture into context. If the invisible war for the future of a republic, the tables are now turned and now the hunters become the hunted. The hunt is on, below the depths of the D.C. swamp. But you have Trump here. Just think about this for a minute. I know what it means. I understand exactly what this meme means back in the day. But now think about it. Trump was a hunter of the deep state and the cabal. Now the hunter has become the hunted. But it states Patriots in control. So what happens here if Donald Trump gets arrested? What happens when the D in in listen, this is, I don't think this is an if this is a matter of when, and I believe in September or October, they are going to move to put out a subpoena for the arrest of Donald Trump. It's going to happen. And I think the likely scenario of what goes down here. And I'm going to be honest here. Is that Florida shuts down. Says no. Federal agencies get out of here. Donald Trump has been given immunity in Florida. Okay. And they will protect him there. By the way, he is in New York right now. He, he left. So I think he knew that this raid was going to happen. That's why he had those remarks this weekend. Um, I, think that, I think that DeSantis and Florida protect him. But also I think that there's going to be a rise up of patriots and not that I agree with this and not that I'm promoting this, but I have a feeling that by October, you're going to see armed patriots swarming Donald Trump's residence, not in his residence, not around, but just around protected measures. I'm just telling you. I have a feeling that the American people are going to try to protect Donald Trump. Yes, this is poking the bear. And this is exactly what they want. Okay. And I'm telling you, we're going, this is going to turn into fireworks. You, you have to understand what is at risk right now. Okay. What is at risk with the American people? What is at risk? With the globalists. What is at risk for China and Russia and the BRICS nations? Okay? The whole world right now is on edge. It's in an incredibly vulnerable state. It can tip in any direction. If the American first candidates are allowed, and I say that with vigor. Yes, patriots are Swami Mar-a-Lago right now. Thank you, Roxy. If American first candidates are allowed to do their red Wave? because listen, there is absolutely zero way Democrats can win this election. They are not going to take the House or the Senate majority. It's just not going to happen. This country is in such bad shape due to massively piss poor policy through incompetence. There's no way they can win the election. The independent, moderate vote is fully conservative right now. Even lifelong Democrats can't stand Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, and the Democrats. Okay? So, the red wave will happen. But here's the thing. If the red wave happens, if American first candidates take over the House and Senate and are allowed to take over in January. The Democrats hang. The, the liberals literally will go to trial for treason. There'll be a reverse weaponization of the DOJ. They will, they will impeach Joe Biden. They will remove Joe Biden. They will announce somebody as their Speaker of the House that is most likely popular. That person will become president when both of those two are impeached. They will investigate 2020. Those people will be arrested. And the United States of America will begin anew. It'll start over, and the swamp will begin being drained. That's a that's a that's a blessing story, right? We look at that and go, yeah, that's gonna happen. that's not gonna happen. You're insane if you think that's gonna happen. I've said this before and I'll say it again. These people will scorch the earth and kill everybody on it before they ever give that power back. They just formulated a coup against the standing president of the United States of America and the American people. The American president who got the more votes than any other president in history, which means that you have more gun-toting Americans supporting this president than anybody ever before. And they formed a fucking coup on him and stole the president ra- presidency right out from his feet and nothing happened. Do you think they're going to give power back? <laughs> no. No. They are going to do everything in their power, outside of their power and within their corrupt reach to make sure it doesn't happen. And if it came down to it, they will fucking kill every single one of us. Welcome to Monday. The I'm Josh, the bearer of doom and gloom, but this is the truth and you have to understand the truth. This is the truth. They will stop at nothing. They will not give up power. They will only relinquish it to somebody who will sustain and retain the narrative. And that can easily be a Democrat. But they are not going to undo 50, 60, 100 years of progress that has brought them to this moment right here for the implementation of socialism and communism in the United States of America and globally for the orchestration and configuration of the new world order. They are not going to let some populist candidate and some snot-nosed Americans who hold on to their guns stop them from their agenda. If they just targeted Donald Trump and they are going to arrest him, then they're coming for all of us. And you know what? That's about 100 million Americans you're going to have to come up for. Good luck. I don't know what to say to, to help people look at this situation any better. But we are moving into an incredibly dark and chaotic situation in this country the moves that are happening right now by the radical left are the same moves that the national socialism party did in germany that mao did in china stalin did okay that that zelensky just did in ukraine They persecuted the opposition party through the guise of Russian invasion in the northern eastern territory. Arrested them all and now them and all their financiers, all these bankers are all dead. Suicides. Oh yeah, double shots to the head. We are in a highly critical... Listen people, I I understand. Josh, I can't take it. It's too much. It's fucking reality. I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke up people's ass and telling them that patriots are in control. Is there patriots in our government? Yes, damn right there is. Are there patriots in our military? Yes, yes there is. Are there patriots in the world that are willing to stand up? Yes, yes there is. Do we understand that those patriots are going to make moves? Yeah, absolutely. But look what's happening. Look at what is manifesting in the world right now. I'm not saying don't have hope. Because I got plenty of hope. I got plenty of ideas and thoughts of what potentially could happen. But I don't have a very big substantiation of evidence to support that. And that's why I really don't talk about it. If you want to look at substantiation of evidence, look at the unfolding global narrative. Look at what is happening in this country right now. Look what is happening in the world right now. If you take everything that's came before up to this point right now and everything we potentially know could happen, what is the prediction? It means at some point during the next few months, and I say next few months because that's all we have left, the American people will need to stand up. The American people will need to speak up. And the American people will probably need to do some other things that I can't mention here. What do I mean by that is, well, they're going to have to coordinate, collaborate, rise up in groups, and they're going to have to begin in those mass groups through legal action, holding those politicians responsible. We talked about this today on the Dark to Light Show. Um, you know, Jen was like, well, what can I do? What, what can we do? We have New York City controls New York State, so it's okay. Get rid of your local politicians. Right? Take your list of grievances to your local politicians. Get a... Get affidavits signed by the majority of the voters that, hey, we didn't vote for you. Why are you in here? Resign now. You know, I've been wondering this for a very long time, okay? It's August 8th, 2022. We're coming up on the two-year anniversary of the 2020 election. Donald Trump and his campaign after the election brought in over $250 million for legal support to fight election fraud. I don't know what happened to that money. To this day, nobody knows what happened to that money. But you know what I would have done with that money if I had just lost a presidential election and no court would hear my testimony and no court would look at the evidence? I would create a website where people can go out there and legally sign an affidavit. Saying that they voted for Donald J. Trump. And I would pick the smallest counties in the United States. I would pick suspected counties that we knew voter fraud occurred in. You would only need 10. That's it. Maricopa. Right? Dodd County. You'd only need about 10 counties. It would cost probably less than 3 or $4 million to actually run this operation. You would have had two years to do it. And here's the thing. As you do this, and if you find one county where people signed legally affirming affidavits that they voted for Donald Trump and that information is against what that county reported, as in more people sign the affidavits and votes that Donald Trump got in that county? Well, guess what? You have voter fraud. Now, why didn't they do that? That would have been one of the easiest methodologies to bring about the truth. You don't even have to prove that voter fraud happened. You don't have to have all this other evidence hammer and scorecard. You don't have to have the mail-in ballots. All you need to do is have people come forth and say, yeah, I voted for Donald Trump and I'll legally attest to that. Sign my name, signed and certified. Then you go to a county in Georgia that has 100 people in it. And you see Joe Biden wins 60 votes and Donald Trump wins 40. But yet 90 people came back and signed an affidavit. You have voter fraud. That's all that needed to happen. And we said this back then. People were trying to do this on their own. But nothing happened. you got to ask yourself those questions. Why did nothing happen? Why didn't these people who are raising millions upon millions of dollars take this level of action? I think Donald Trump is probably one of the best presidents of our time. I think that he put in place certain laws and ideas and executive orders that were truly profound to Washington, D.C., I think that he is truly a patriot of this country and that he was trying to do exactly what he said. But I think that he had so much corruption surrounding him within his own staff, within his own White House. Even today in Mar-a-Lago in New York City, he has so many people who are misinforming him. That the correct decisions... The right decisions for America aren't being made. That's just my perspective. That's my perspective. And Donald Trump, if you're, if you're, if you're listening, look, man, we love you. And we're here to support you. But we got to take some action. And there's got to be some form of a leader who initiates that action. But I'm telling you right now that that would have been one of the easiest ways to prove election fraud. And you could have probably had it done within three or four months. Don, I'm, I'm we actually covered that one last week. Uh, August is traditionally a very hot month. Unfortunately, Congress isn't away. Congress is still in session. They just passed this uh, very communist uh, Green New Deal Uh, Inflation Reduction Act, which we talked about last week. Um, So Donald Trump, I I don't know where this goes with Donald Trump. I don't know where this moves. Um, I do see them moving in to arrest Donald Trump late September, early October, which is known as the October surprise. Um, The catalyst for this is his motivation for the midterm elections. Even if the arrest is completely unjustified, they don't care. They're just trying to win over a certain level of voter. They're trying to gain some level of momentum that basically undoes all the bullshit that they've done to this country. And, and uh, listen, I, I talk to a lot of people and a lot of people who are apolitical, a lot of people who are conservative, a lot of people who are liberal, a lot of people who are agnostically when it comes to to political affiliation. And everybody sees it. Not only do they see the political corruption, they see the death. They see people. They know dying of vaccine injury, even though it's not being blamed on vaccine, vaccine injury, but it's happening. You know, I, I, uh, someone just said it's time that the military takes over. I don't want that. Listen, the military is woke. The military is part of the problem. They are part of this. There might be some good patriots in there, But at the end of the day, the military is just an extension of the liberals. This is their power horse. They've gotten rid of all the patriots. All the people who love the Constitution, who didn't want to get vaxxed are gone. All the brass who are patriotic. They made their final stand. That's how Donald Trump came in. Barack Obama got rid of them. This is a dire time for our country. We as American people, as patriots, we need to stand up. We need to speak up. We need to rise up. And we need to start at our local level and start holding politicians there responsible for their actions. And if you walk into a school board meeting and you're arrested, well, guess what you have to do? You have to remove your fucking police. Yep. Go right to the sheriff. If the sheriff's the one removing, you you got to remove your sheriff. See, we the people have certain rights, inalienable We the people have certain powers. As it's declared within the Declaration of Independence. Any time a government becomes destructive to a means. What does that mean? When they arrest you for free speech or a redress of grievances. That seems pretty damn destructive. Then it's the right of the people, the duty of the people to remove them. Okay. Okay. And do you want to know what happened? I think it was in, um, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forget this one. It was in, I want to say, Kentucky. Someone's going to know this incident. It was in the 1920s, and there was a corrupt sheriff. And the sheriff had arrested a few family members. And they got a gang of people together. They surrounded the police station. They fired shots. Oh yeah, damn right they fired shots. They released a family member and then everybody in the police station resigned. Hmm. Interesting. Now I'm not saying vigilante justice. We don't need vigilante justice in this country. You're going to see it, but I'm not condoning it. Right? I'm not saying it needs to happen, but you're definitely going to see it. People are pissed. People are more pissed than you can ever imagine. Not only are people pissed, but the groups on the left and the right that were radical are far more radical than you could ever imagine. And that's a scary thing, especially for America. Am I buffering? Is there something wrong with the connection? How many people are having buffering issues? I was redlining there for a second. Um, Just do a refresh. It should be good now. I'm looking on all the other streams. Everything looks decent. Um, And I don't want to say fuck the plan, but what was the plan? People, If this was the plan, it was a shitty plan. I'll be honest with that one. If this was the plan, it was an incredibly shitty plan. If the plan was that millions upon millions, okay, it looks like DLive is buffering. Just refresh, guys. Um, If not, you can go to Rumble. Um, Rumble seems to be up and running good. I'm actually watching it right now. Rumble seems to be up and good. There is the Rumble link right there. Um, But I'll be honest. If this was the plan, this was the shittiest plan of all time because here's the thing. We were told our families would be safe. And now we're seeing millions of Americans dying. Now we're seeing people dying all over the place. And it's only going to get worse. Estimated by Robert Mo- Dr. Robert Malone, Dr. McCullough, Gert van den Bosch, We're going to have 1.5 billion people globally be affected to even points of death by this vaccine. If this was a plan, it was a shitty plan. I think we can all agree on that. And so, what happens next? Where does this go? Well, if you're new here and you have not watched this before, there's something known that we talk about called the unfolding global conspiracy that derives from the firestorm event. How do you successfully take down a country through systematic destruction? And that is where we're at right now. The maligning of the different, the the fueling of political rage, political uh, disintegration, destabilization is where we are at right now. Social and cultural destabilization. How do you do that? Well, you arrest a former president that 90% of America loves. It's coming. Told you so. Right? It's coming. The global firestorm event hinges on various parts of the globalist agenda. Now, I've said for a while that Russia and China are rogue, that Russia and China could care less about the globalist agenda. But what if Russia and China were being played? That Russia and China and other BRICS nations are coming together and saying, hey... I really don't want to abide by this globalist agenda, but let's implement exactly what they're doing with ourselves and keep our sovereign nations. Mm -hmm. So that's what we have right now. So strategically, and I talked on this this weekend because I know Mike Adams put out some, uh, some information pertaining to the United States Navy, the invasion of China into California, how the United States Navy can take China um, I disagree with this assessment and I disagree with the Chinese invasion of California um, at this point. And China is someplace that you want to keep your eyes on. I think that they are going to move in on Taiwan in very, very shortly. I, 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 it could be this week. It could be today. It's going to happen. We had the leaked audio from Lewd Media where China was talking about how they were going to go into Taiwan, they were going to take out U.S. Navy assets before they did it. And it's coming. It it is absolutely 100% coming. So what happens when China invades Taiwan? They control... The global supply, supply routes, about 64% of global supply routes, 84% of uh, United States imports, 72% of the global microchip trade. All China has to do is hold that line of a blockade against the Western community, and they won World War III. This is why it's critical that they don't take Taiwan. This is why we've been allies with Taiwan for a very long time. And by through treaty negotiation, we are guaranteed to go to war over Taiwan. Unfortunately, we don't have the strategic and logistical military prowess in Southeast Asia to do that. We have a defensive posture. And I want you to imagine for a moment, okay, that China invades Taiwan, now gets that forward deployed positioning, okay? And then the United States military responds, okay? Logistically, the United States is refueling, resupplying out of Guam and Japan, okay? But then you had to ship things there. So China could flank, cut off supply line positionings. Oh, by the way, the majority of those supplies come from China, which they are blockading that position right there. Okay. Not only that, is China doesn't even have to set up a massive defensive posture because it's already there. China is launching missiles and bombers from their own homeland. You remember when the Nazis invaded Russia? They lost. What would happen if the United States went to try to take back Taiwan? They would lose. Because that's China's backyard. And they have the logistical and strategic positioning against any military that tries to come after them. Okay, So that's one thing I disagree with. The other part was China invading California. Listen. If China's going to invade California, the United States of America has to go through a series of drastic changes incredibly fast before that ever, ever happens. Number one, China has to control Taiwan. Number two, the United States has to be engaged in a two or three fronted war globally where their militaristic positioning is distributed across the globe i.e. Eastern Europe, Middle East, and South China, or Southeast Asia, okay? Number three, a military draft where 18 to 25-year-old males are drafted into the military, or 18 to 45-year-old males are drafted into the military, and a recall of all veterans. When those things are met, then we can consider China invading California. Until that point, That would be absolute suicide for China to invade California. Firstly, strategically and logistically, it's just impossible. I don't care how many troops they got in Canada or how many troops they got in Mexico or how many, you know, Club Ks or special weapons they have in merchant ships off the coast of California. Logistically and strategically, it would be suicide they would never win. They would never even probably get foot into U.S. territory. So don't worry about that. But if that situation arose where they take over Taiwan, the United States is faced with a three-fronted global war, that is incredibly potential for happening. And then a draft and veterans are called up to fight that World War III and removed from the United States of America. Now you can start to see the rise of extremist terrorism within liberal and various other large cities. And this is, comes from the influx of illegal immigrants over the border coming from northern Africa, the Middle East, being trained in Chinese militant camps sent over the Venezuela and then marched up by the cartels over the Mexican border which on the border there's massive warehouses full of weapons they arm them they send them over under tunnels they go to these cities they set up camp They 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 become sleeper cells waiting for that moment when the color revolution happens overnight but before that happens you have to get rid of the power you have to take the legs out of the beast. And in America, and nothing against you ladies, I know you ladies are strong and can shoot straight, and you're probably gonna be the ones that help save America or be the ones that save America if this situation actually arises. But you have to get rid of the men and the fighters, the leaders, the former military, the patriots. You have to take them out of the solution. And if you can send them patriotic nationalism through a new terrorist event, like another September 11th, like supposedly maybe a nuclear, tactical nuclear bomb or a dirty bomb going off in New York City, maybe around the September time frame. And then all of a sudden you say, oh my goodness, it was the Iranians that did this. Or the Russians and Iranians, or the Russians, the Iranians, and the Chinese, who did this. Now you will have people lining up at MEPS departments going, I'm ready to go, fight for my country. I'm a patriot. You'll have veterans going, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. And they'll ship them all off the war. And they'll leave the United States vulnerable. Then... All the FBI has to do at that time is knock on a few doors, make some arrests, throw them in quarantine camps because now it's a national emergency. We have directive 51 that is initiated, COINTELPRO, Rex 84. They start suspending habeas corpus, they declare martial law, they start arresting people that they think could be a problem. Problem the contingency of government and then a foreign, and then ri- the rise of extremism happens in our liberal cities. The United States infrastructure begins to start collapsing. By this time, the global economy is already gone. The military is, is depleted, vulnerable than ever before. And political destabilization ensues, and they start arresting polit- political descendants. They start arresting the conservatives, just like Zelensky did. Because you know what? That's what this is all leading up to. They are persecuting the former president, well, actually the real president of the United States of America. You don't think they're going to come for Devin Nunes, Jim Jordan, right? Rand Paul. You don't think they're coming for them? Oh, they're coming for them, all right. They just got to make the case before they get there. And so, yeah, we're looking at a potential situation that could expand globally and what potentially could happen. And call me crazy. Go ahead. I'm the bearer of doom and gloom. And the reason is because I tell it how it is in the sense of how the narrative is expanding. Okay? Um, It shouldn't be buffering anymore, guys. It looks like all the channels are good. Um, If you're buffering on DLive, it seems to be a DLive problem. I would just switch to one of the other channels. Um, I'm going to release the Krakens the right there. And I want to go ahead and just uh, pause for a minute and give some thanks to everybody who's been helping out here. Um, Q is absolutely real, 100%. Uh, but I think it's time more than ever right now that we need someone like Q to stand up and say, hey, this is what's happening. <laughs> like, like, Wouldn't that be nice? Like, Hey, by the way, this is what's happening. Don't tell me to trust the fucking plan. Your plan sucks if this is the plan. Right? Don't tell me to trust a plan like you did in your last post. That fucking plan sucked. It's not what I signed up for. God wins. You can say that all you want. But God ain't winning. Okay? People are dying. Family members are dying. Friends are dying. That's not winning. Okay? Our military... Is, is being massively persecuted for sticking up to their convictions. They're being ejected out of years of service. That's not winning. The, Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence is being raided. That's not winning. The January 6th Unselect Committee is utilizing the weaponization of the DOJ to persecute political opposition That's not winning. And I ask anybody out there who listens to these other podcasts, if they're telling us we're winning, I want to see the substantiation of that proof and evidence because I'll call their bullshit. You know what's winning? Is the amount of people waking up to the truth that we're losing. That if not, we're losing, that we're fucking under attack. That's where we're winning. We're winning in the truth movement that more and more people are coming to the realization that this is real, that this is happening, that the globalists, the Democrats, the liberals, the communists are attacking the United States of America and beginning their implementation of a new world order, a cameo-fascist, technocratic, controlled, totalitarian new world order. Okay? That is real and that is happening. They are changing culture, they are rewriting history, they are redefining words, and they don't give a shit who stands in their way. Now, if we're winning, none of that stuff would be happening. None of that stuff would be progressing. And maybe I just need to call it as it is. We're not winning because for the longest time, people have been sitting back eating popcorn waiting for someone else to come save their fucking ass. Right? Patriots in control. The military's, co- military's going to take care of it. Oh, don't worry. There's a plan and the military's going to... No. And if there is, why are you allowing that to be the only plan? Plans fail all the time, especially military plans. And if you're sitting here relying your ass on that, whew, no wonder why this country's in this position. And if you're new here and you're watching this for the first time, I hope this is a wake-up call. I'm not X-22 Dave. I'm not these other podcasters just sitting there going, Trump and the Patriots win control and they got the deep state on the run. No. We're telling the truth here. We're looking at what's happening in this world and how it is unfolding and potential scenarios of how it's going to happen. The radical liberals are not going to let American first candidates win. Plain and simple. If we don't take the House, we'll take the Senate. If we don't take the Senate, we'll take the House. Or we're not going to take either one of them. But there damn well ain't going to be a red wave Were they win both the House and the Senate. And if there is, the Democrats will come through and say, there was voter fraud. And they will persecute them. Like I said before, they cannot allow American first candidates to take power in January. Can't. And I think before that happens... There is going to be some global-level black swan event which is going to bring the United States to a point of massive vulnerability. It's going to bring the global population to a point of massive vulnerability. What potentially could this be? I haven't even touched the news yet. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, you got to laugh sometimes, right? As shitty as all this is, right? What's the truth? The truth is, is the power all along, the plan all along, has been you. It's you. God wins means that you win. You win because you stand up against tyranny. You stand up against persecution. You stand up and stand with your convictions. You stand united with your brethren simply because... Life matters. It's time for America to stand up. It's time for the people to rise up and say, no more. This charade is over. See, you can only poke the bear for so long before it rips your fucking head off. And I'm not a violent person, and I I condemn violence at all degrees. And so did our founding fathers. But see, our founding fathers were pushed to that point where they believed that it was necessary to go to war with England. Now, I'm not saying we're going to go to war with the United States government. I'm not saying we're going to go to war with the global. But what I will tell you is that we have to utilize all constitutional and legal means within our rights to fight this tyranny. And we have not even yet begun the fight. I think we need a constitutional convention and we need to end the federal charter. I think that all the states that are red need to come together and say, "Eh, the federal government's a little radical it's time to get rid of them this move on Donald Trump right there should initiate that and if it doesn't happen then the states are complicit and if that's the case then the people need to rise within those state conventions and go hey government you're not listening McFly you're not listening We didn't vote for this shit. You can sit there and interpret these laws and rules however you want. You can say that the U.S. Code is the the law of the land. No, the Constitution is. You can sit there and say, well, you know, the government passed this law. No. Laws have systematically been overturned throughout history. Because they are draconian, tyrannical, oppressive, or damn right unconstitutional. So. Scientists fear we're not ready for nightmare new COVID variant. What COVID variant is that? Oh, that's the jabby, McJab jab, jab. That's the Fauci ouchie. The spike protein biotoxin that was injected in the 72 million Americans bodies. That's the new variant. Back in December of 2020, when everybody was pushing people to get vaccinated, I said, oh, watch out. That's your new fucking variant. They don't need to release it. It's already injected. They just need to let it take its course. We are coming into flu season. The last two years... Historically have been the two lowest flu seasons in recorded freaking history. But COVID deaths skyrocketed. So you can assume what's going to happen with flus this year. The flu is the new COVID that is going to wreak havoc on the compromised immune systems of the vaccinated. And they're going to count every single one of those deaths as a new COVID variant. And they're going to say, you need to put on a mask. And you need to stay home from work. And now you can't pay your bills. And we're shutting down this and that and state borders and restrictions. Right before the midterms. And I hope it, that it's within that time, when this begins to unfold, that the American people say, no. I'm not doing that. That the American people stand up and say, All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. And then? I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. That's the truth. We are coming to this precipice moment. In the history of humanity, in the history of this country, We can no longer let this tyranny perpetuate its moves onto our people. We have to get creative. We have to be united. And I don't mean just united with conservatives and Christians, people. And that's one of the problems that I think is happening here is this division That is being orchestrated in this country. Is driving apart good people. And I love everybody. Okay. But if you're a Christian. And you don't talk to someone. Because they don't believe in your religious ideas. You're part of the problem. Because there's a patriot standing right next to you. Who's willing to die for you. And fight for you. And just because they believe differently on God than you, you reject them? Hmm. Doesn't sound very Jesus-y. Do you remember uh, the movie Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Kevin Costner and Morgan Freeman? Morgan Freeman was a Moor, Kevin Costner was a Krishna, and they fought beside each other and saved each other's lives. What's the moral of that story, Right? That's where we're at. See, that's how you overcome adversity. That's how you overcome situations that we are in right now is that you have to unite with people and you have to put all your differences aside. You have to put all those ideologies aside and say, hey, look, we're human beings. We have a heartbeat. We bleed red. We all love freedom. And I will die for you And I'm sure you'll die for me. Because that's how we were made. In the image of our creator. Whoever. Your creator is. Whoever you believe your creator to be. You know what? That's a discussion for another day. After we beat the shit. Not literal. Out of this corruption and out of this evil. We have to defeat evil. You know, it was interesting. So I was, uh, I I do a lot of research. So I read a lot and I I delve into, um, historical meanings of things. And so I started looking up, you know, uh, 'cause, cause there's a lot of falsity when it comes to the idea and the conceptualization of Satan, right? And really, Satan, it just means evil deed, or it's a title of an evil person, right? Um, Christianity has their own perspective of it. The, the Jews have their own perspective of it. And the, uh, the M- Muslims have their own perspective of it. And then there's other derivations that, pre- that precede it, right? But the one commonality is that it is a force of evil. The force of evil. I don't think we've ever looked at it like that. I don't think people have ever considered. That Satan. Isn't a being or an entity. That lives and manipulates. But instead a force. That permeates. That infiltrates. Think about that. It's a force. Just like gravity. And see the thing about forces. The thing about. The laws of nature. Is that there's always an antithesis. There is always. Something to the opposite. There's always something there to neutralize it. I saw someone put this up there. I'll play it. You guys want me to play it? We'll play it.
1: This is the difference between the power of our creator and anything else particularly evil that you can go into a pitch black room full of evil full of darkness and light a little candle and instantly that darkness flees but you can't do the opposite you can't go into a well-lit room full of truth and wisdom and righteousness and joy and health and harmony with the universal power. You can't take off any amount of darkness and go into that well-lit room and have any effect whatsoever. That is the metaphor which I frequently think of when I think that I'm not empowered. It is the greatest lesson for me and I think for everybody else to know that we're on the winning side and that we're winning
0: here. All right. So, that was a video I made um, a few years back of what I believe dark delight to be. And that was Len Horowitz there talking simply about the difference between the power of our creator and darkness. The force of Evil is overwhelmed. It cannot exist by the force of love. By the force of the heart caring, loving, nurturing. Evil flees. And we have to understand that. And by the way, that song was Magic Sword. If anybody was wondering. That's kind of why I played it. Because of the Magic Sword. So... What does this mean? It means we're at a crossroads. It means that we have to get off of our asses and we have to wake up the masses and we have to begin the process of uniting together. Unite the clans, Duncan! <laughs> right? We gotta unite. We gotta come together. We gotta to put our differences aside and understand. That freedom is not free. That if we don't use it, we lose it. That if we turn our back on the sanctitude and the foundation of who and what we are, a moral and ethical base, that will be run over by a midnight train of tyranny. And I don't care if you are far radical liberal left and you want me to call you by various different pronouns and you're a member of the LGBTQIA123ABC community, I don't care if you love Joe Biden and think he's doing an amazing job. I don't care if you hate Donald Trump. But at some point, you have to look at this country and say, hey, hey, there's a problem here. See, when you look at, like, the Bernie bros, they're right. This country's fucked up. This country has massive problems. But see, the conservatives are like, no, nah, no, it's just free markets, and, and uh, we can just control the healthcare care costs. Do you think McConnell gives a shit about you and me? I don't agree with Bernie's political alignment. I don't agree with socialism or communism. And I think that Northern European socialism has been a complete failure. Absolutely has. How about Eastern European socialism? Okay? So their argument is absolute garbage. But they're right that there are problems in this country. They're right that this, pro- this country has problems with corporatism. With corporations being incredibly too powerful. See, monopolies have allowed to be, have allowed to been formed. You don't believe me? Two corporations own every single fucking corporation on the planet. BlackRock and frickin' Vanguard. That's a monopoly. If you don't believe there's a monopoly in your area, try to go take your house off-grid. Go to your electric company and say, hey, I don't need this meter in in power hookup anymore. Take it away. (laughs) They'll come back and claim eminent domain and take your house from you. That's not freedom, people. When a corporation has more power than a tax paying American citizen, this country is no longer a republic built on freedom. When you have foreign nations who can buy up your farmland, release bioweapons, invade other countries, and pay off your politicians, you're no longer a republic. You're no longer a free people. When you have wealthy, elite, private interests... That can buy out elections by funding counties, by funding campaigns, by producing social destabilization through radicalized movements and the control of the mainstream media narrative through national events. You're no longer a republic and you no longer have freedom. So how do we get it back? You fight for it. You die for it. You rise up in the face of persecution, in the face of tyranny, and you say, no more. If just one man stands in that line and pushes back, we've made a difference. Remember the video from Nazi Germany when they were rounding up all the people and taking them to concentration camps. Remember two guards standing with 30,000 people in front of them on their way to get executed and the people did nothing. If one person threw a punch, another followed, another followed, another followed, they could have overrun the majority of the Germans in those camps. Millions of them in those camps to hundreds of the Germans. That is the metaphor that we have to use right now to envision freedom, to envision getting our country back. We have to stand up, we have to rise up, we have to speak up, we have to unite. And no, we don't resort to violence. And no, we are not starting a civil war. But we are pushing back. And we push back right here with our voice. We push back right here. By calling the man out and putting the man on warning that we will not stand down. We will not slow down. We will not shut up. That we will fight for our freedom. We will rise for the people of America, for the people of the world. And in some cases, you're going to have people that are going to revenge for the deaths of their loved ones because of this vaccine. Because of this bioweapon that has been unleashed on mankind and our politicians, Republican and Democrat, allowed it to happen and continue to allow it to happen. I've heard Massey, I've heard Johnson, I've heard a lot of them talking about, oh, the military and the vaccine, the military and the vaccine, but I have yet to see one of them after the substantiation of evidence they've all seen go out there on national television, on Fox News, on any of these stations and go, stop taking the vaccine, it's killing people. Well, that would be political suicide, and right there's the fucking problem. He can't do that. That would be political suicide. He would never get reelected. Exactly the point. And maybe they should put themselves up there on that pedestal and be that martyr and be the ones who warn the people to stop getting this vaccine because they know the truth. They've seen the documents. They have the evidence. But they don't want to lose their power. And why would they lose their power for telling the truth? Because... The financiers of both political parties are the ones who are making the profits, are the ones who set the narrative in place. And that's the fucking big secret in Washington, D.C. that nobody wants you to know. That's why they speak out just a little. That's why they say, hey, I'm going to stand with the people. I'm going to rise up and up, uh, but I'm going to stop right here. Get them on my show. I'll call them out. Can't get any more congressmen on this show. <laughs> they don't want to come anymore. But if if they were not come, I'll talk to them. I'll talk to Dr. Rand Paul. I'll talk to Representative Massey, Representative Johnson. And say, Representative Johnson, you've had this information since February 2022. Lee Dundas, Thomas Rents, Todd Callender, Dr. McCullough, Dr. Malone, all presented you this information from a DOD whistleblower, You have Teresa Long's information, then you have Project Salas. Okay? Dude, we're we're five months out. Why aren't you screaming on national TV? Stop getting the vaccine, people. It's killing you. And you know, this goes back to the point they don't give a shit. About you or me, they only care about their power and their authority. They only care about re-election. That's a hard pill to swallow. I know it is. Man, we haven't fun yet, Hefsky. Kind of strange how fast Trump's long statement came out during the raid. FYI, no ships waiting to be unloaded in San Francisco Bay. First time in years. Thank you so much, Hefsky, for the $10 there on Rumble. Uh, we also had Gump, $1. What a day, almost a shot heard around the world. I think the shot heard around the world is the Fauci-ouchie, is the jabby-jab-jab. I think that is absolutely the shot heard around the world. Um, but we can, we can contain it in any way we wish, because that is the truth in the matter, is that Those posts were meant to be representative of the time. Okay. I've been on an epic rant this whole show. I've had, I I got a little bit of news, but I haven't really touched it. But we need to go over this one. Because guys, they are about to persecute every single one of us. They are about to tax us to death. The Inflation Reduction Act, the one that we were talking about last week, passed this weekend in the Senate with Kamala Harris issuing the tiny breaker vote. Who does it benefit? (laughs) It benefits the IRS, who's going to get over 70,000 new armed agents. That's right. The IRS... Internal Revenue Service is adding seventy thousand new agents to go out there to collect levy taxes and perform audits on guess who? Conservatives. Yeah, or eighty thousand. Thank you. Eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents, higher taxes for the poor, and a mass. A Green Energy Slush Fund. So the Green New Deal, remember we told you that the Green New Deal did not get passed and they were going to partition it through multiple different bills, the Ominous Bill, the Infrastructure Bill, now the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. There it is. Okay, so uh, Mike Adams says here that the Inflation Reduction Act is to unleash tax terrorism upon the American people, and he's not wrong. Accelerating the total destruction of America exactly as planned, Democrats gleefully passed the so-called Inflation Reduction Act that even Bernie Sanders says won't reduce inflation because inflation is the product of expanded money supply. Um, The massive government spending bill will only increase inflation while handing out hundreds of billions of dollars to green energy sector, IRS agents, and wealthy corporations. And that's exactly what it does. It's meant to eliminate the middle class. So one of the most alarming aspects of the bill, the $80 billion that's earmarked to hire 87,000 new IRS agents, unleashing tax terrorism against the American working class, while the wealthy elite continue to pay almost nothing in taxes. Although these 87,000 new IRS agents will likely spend a few years just opening the backlog of current piling mail, the IRS offices across the country, at some point, they will turn their attention to America's working class, weaponizing the IRS to target conservatives small business owners, Trump supporters, churches, and pro-Second Amendment nonprofits. Every institution of big government becomes a weapon to be wielded against their political opposition. And I agree with that. And I think that this is what you know, James Madison meant by civil disobedience. It's time for a tax strike. No taxation without representation. And guess what? There was a coup in our country. Let's stop paying taxes. Let's do it. I'm, 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 all, I'm all for that. I think it's time. What else do we have here? Uh, Major red flag goes up after Biden Census Bureau asks gun holster companies for detailed sales records. Oh, well, that's interesting. Goldman Sachs predicts gas prices to rise back to $4.35 a gallon. No shit, Sherlock. Because he released a few million barrels into the United States and brought the prices down temporarily for a few for a few weeks, people are like, oh my God, Joe Biden's so great. So great. Dude, you had $1.90 gallon gas under Donald Trump. Once Biden came in, that went up to $5.35 of the national average. And because it comes down to $4.30, you're like, oh my God, I can finally drive to work now. Hold on. No animals, snowflakes, or vaccinated people were hurt in the making of this video. Liberal tears not included. All right. We just had to get that disclaimer out there. All right. Uh, what else do we have here? And, you know, it, it's 100% possible that the COVID vaccine is the bioweapon. Hmm, I think that's the truth right there, right? I, I just had an article up here about talking about the 2014-2015 document that came out from the Chinese generals about the bioweapon of uh, weaponizing coronavirus is what if they didn't decide to weaponize coronavirus but handed that off to the United States of America um, and they just allowed the gain-of-function of, uh, research in the United States but or into China but instead weaponized the vaccine manufacturing parts that vaccinated the entire Western world ding 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 I think we got a winner I'm just trying to get through the news real fast Um, New York City mayor admits illegal aliens who fled violent drug cartels are now fleeing New York City over fears of rampant crime (laughs) you know this New York City uh, mayor is uh, is an effing moron this guy is just like the cream of the crop right he's like well all these illegal immigrants coming into New York City, this is, gonna, this is not good for our economy. This isn't good for our education system. It's overwhelming our healthcare system. No shit. That's why we don't want them coming to our country in the first place, dude. Well, Why do you think Abbott's trying to turn them back? Why do you think he's putting them on a bus and sending them to you? All right, we can cover a lot of these tomorrow. Um, nothing was really important. I I think we covered the most important stuff here. Um, what else do we have? Oh, for all those, my, my fringy guys, new data suggests our fundamental model of the universe is wrong and scientists are racing to solve it. Oh, well, that's good to know. Because it's wrong and it's been wrong for a long time. Um, I'm going to go ahead and check a few things out here. Guys, if you want to help support us in any way, shape, or form, the best way to do that is uh, givesendgo.com slash redpills. You can also use a short URL. It's redpills.tv slash go. Sexydad77 gifted us a cookie. My mom was persecuted by Obama because she knew too much. I'd love to talk to your mom. He also gifted a cookie. Before my house was raided by armed IRS agents in 2012 for tax preparation done the right way. Uh Uh-oh. Man, I'd like to talk to your mom. Castle Drummer gifted a cookie. No jab here. Oh, I lost it. Sorry. No jab here. I submitted a statement of medical freedom to my employer. OSHA mandate got nixed. Oh, man. Vader 369 gifted a can. Thanks for the honest feedback, Josh. You're welcome, guys. And, you know, you can always count on me being honest with you guys, right? Uh, we have uh, Babalu. Oh, no, not Babaloo. That's uh, Michaela0214. Uh, Mika- Mika- Josh, we appreciate you and your truth bombs. $50 on Rumble. Thank you so much, Michaela. And uh, that is uh, Rumble for the win right there. Much appreciated, guys, for all your support and everything that you guys do. Um, We we really couldn't stay alive and continue to do this if it wasn't for you all. But listen, we have a crazy time ahead of us. We need to stick together. We need to band together. We need to unite. We need to organize. And those are the critical parts. We've tried this before to just people, it it just doesn't happen. But if you're doing it at your local and your community level, with your friends, your family, and you're you're keeping everybody in touch and you have contingency plans, those are the best things that you can do. But listen, people, um, we have a... Chats that are occurring on the Social Red Pill. So every night there's the Social Red Pill chat. You can just join the the Social Red Pill, and you can go join in those chats. There's people on Zoom talking about a lot of this stuff. Tomorrow's the After Dark chat. Um, I don't think we have any guests. Oh, we do have a guest this week, actually. Um, Steve Johan will be on with us Wednesday. This is going to be a really good discussion. He's awesome. And then Friday we have a uh, conversation on the fringe, but – uh, much love and respect to all of you guys. Thank you so much for, uh, for your support. Don't forget to hit that plus button, that like button. Um, hit whatever is free there. Just hit those buttons. Comment, share this, and get it out. Send it to a friend and be like, dude, check this out. Um, because I think people need to hear this perspective and understand what is really happening in this world. So much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys all take care. You guys have a great night. And we're going to see you tomorrow on another episode of the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. Take care.